You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 154, Feng Shui Qi Forecast, January 2022. Welcome to episode 154 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out and be sure to sign up for our mailing list for free offers and opportunities. So Laura, how, how are you doing today? Happy New Year. Thank you. I am doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm really excited to, one, talk about our new special offering, The Inner Circle, Yes. And also to do this new monthly podcast episode that Our we're forecast, yeah. trying out. Yeah. We're trying it out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's something that Angie and I came up with. We wanted to see a way of being able to offer our listeners a way to look at the month, the energy of the month and what is in store. So we've come together with a couple of ideas, one looking at the chi of the month itself. So for this month, it will be January looking at things like the soul, the solar term, what the moon is, some key dates, and then talk about what that overall energy for January feels like. But then what we're also doing is I'm actually going to pull cards and I'm going to do a tarot reading for the month, a collective tarot reading for the month. So we're going to talk about what we need to know to work with the energy of January. So when I did the reading, I was thinking about all of you because I really wanted to think about the energy of the listeners it's all about chi, right? It's all about this give and take of energy. And so the energy of the month of January is going to be in a way our, our significator. But when I pulled the cards, I was thinking about all of our listeners because it's going to be something that we can all have takeaways from. And this is also just a little aside. This is something that we're, we're starting and we're testing out. We're going to see how it goes, but it's sort of a taste of what will come in our inner circle that we're launching February 1st. So enrollment's not going to open until February 1st, and it's going to be in, in open for one week, but it's going to be a special group that will come together three times a month. And Angie and I will be doing again, Oracle readings, Q and A's or floor plans. So floor plan reading. So more to come on that, but just a little teaser on that. So yeah, and be sure okay. to sign up for our mailing list to get notified about the inner circle. And we're really yeah. excited to start working with some of our listeners in a, in a smaller group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it could be really cool. So this will give you kind of a taste of one of the things that we'll do per month. And it will be around divination in a way and looking at the connecting with the universe a little bit more and you know what's going on with the energy of the month. So we're talking about January. January, 2022, we are moving into what's well, Western New Year. At the end of the month, we will be having the Lunar New Year. So key dates for this month are you know, January the 5th in the solar term calendar, the Chinese solar term calendar, 24 terms, it's called slight cold. And we also have a super moon or we just had a super moon January 2nd. And of course, as I mentioned, the Lunar New Year is happening at the end of the month. So lots of changes, lots of shifts, and specifically with regards to resetting, I think. So when I was thinking about the, the looking at that, and when we were thinking about the energy of January, you know, I sort of thought reset, right? A way to sort of look forward to prepare. 
And then also it's, it's cold. Well, we're in the Northern hemisphere and it's cold. So it's a yin energy, which is also tied into water, but it's really that cold, that cold chi and still stillness. So earth, the earth is still. So when you think about what's going on underneath the soil, like what's going into the snow or wherever you are, you know, cause you have to think back, these solar terms were created for agricultural purposes, you know, years ago. And you have to think of what's happening to the actual earth. So really bringing it back to nature and the earth is still not much is going on. Yeah. So it's a good time, Angie, to do what? It's a good time to plan and prepare. Well, and if you think about that agricultural cycle again, what could people do mostly it's in the January, they could only plan and prepare in the Northern hemisphere. They couldn't plant anything. It wasn't the right time. And also these calendars, calendars were traditionally developed to describe the environment, to describe what's happening. Like there's beautiful ways of describing these different terms, like insects start chirping and flowers start blooming. So people looked at what was happening in the world around them. And that's what the calendar was about to observe and connect with the natural world, which is really what feng shui is about is reconnecting to our environment and nature and this world that we live in, this planet that we live on. Yeah. I honestly think it's the sometimes the best way we get, sometimes we really get in our head about these things, you know, and we get really academic about it. And so it's really important to just, just go back what's literally happening under your feet, what's happening in, you know, outside in nature. So that chi of January, the energy of January is pretty quiet, right? But it's, it's, um, we're, we, but you're going to start to think, and also there's an opportunity here to reassess. So the tarot reading. So this is the first time we've ever done this. I read tarot in case those of you that don't know. And of course, the first time we ever do this, I pull <laughs> some pretty cool cards. So when I did this reading, the question I asked was, how can we collectively work with the energy of January? So the question is really important. And then what I do is I split the deck into major arcana and minor arcana. So the major kind of card that I pull is going to be the theme of the month. Okay. It'll be the theme that we all collectively sort of think about. And then the minor arcana that I pull is going to be the overall direction, the impulse, the actions that we can take, things that we can ask ourselves and, and work on. So Angie, guess what I pulled? <laughs> I know, you know, well, I, well, I, I might guess that you pulled, oh, you're showing it on the video. I'm showing it on the video. Um, yeah. So I pulled well, the tower, so any, the tower jumping yeah. off of a, out I know. the tower. Yeah, it's, yeah. The tower. So those of you that know anything about tarot know that everyone is going to be like, ah, but if you do know about tarot, then you don't panic and it's not a big deal. And then the minor arcana I picked, of course, is the, the three, three swords. of swords, which is an yeah. image. So, so Laura's using the do you call it the Rider weight deck or do you call yes. it? Okay. Yes, the Rider weight um, deck. Yeah. So the image of that tarot card. Rider weight Coleman. Yes. Okay. Rider weight mm -hmm. Coleman is a red heart, big red heart mm -hmm. in the center with three swords, one going down the middle and then two coming from each side. So it's, mm -hmm. can I see it again? Yeah. And then in the back, there's clouds and rain mm -hmm. going sideways. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty dramatic. 
it's it's yeah you know it's, there's a lot of rain there's rain and there's cold. a lot of rain there's which tower, means not there's, there's means there's not a lot of clarity right those clouds mean that there's not a lot of clarity so the first card so the theme of the month is the tower that's what i pulled the tower is a card that generally can be read as and i like to is restructuring starting over something has got to be rebuilt reset restructured it means that perhaps and again we're thinking this is a big group and all of our energy broadly Maybe, you know, we should start thinking about things that have not been working in our lives that haven't been working for a while, but we've chosen to ignore them. And at this point this month, keep your eyes peeled for maybe the fact that what's not working will reveal itself a little bit more. You'll have to get a little more honest with yourself. And I see this sometimes there may be, you might feel disappointed. Okay. And, and, but always looking at the, this disappointment as an opportunity to change, grow, and to rebuild. So it's a blessing in disguise. So I took this energy as being a way to reevaluate, to look at what is working and what is not working and be really honest with yourself and to be able to rebuild and restructure and start something new. And it actually works well with that energy of January because that is looking forward. You're, you have an opportunity now using the chi of the month and that energy that we have to plan and prepare. So it's really a time to take stock, to sit. Something is not working, the tower is telling us, and you are going to find out what that is. So keep your eyes peeled on what's not working for you. And then use this as an opportunity to reevaluate. So then we layer on the three swords which is our, I would say, let's ask ourselves some questions. Are you being true to yourself? And action-wise, what can you let go of that isn't working or what is not serving you? Because the three swords is about lessons that haven't been learned, let's say. Things that keep kind of coming back that are not exactly productive, you know, to sort of put it gently, that aren't serving you that aren't working, but are, that are kind of circling back and happening, you know, rinse and repeat, but not learning. Okay. So you have a chance to break that cycle this month. That is the time when you're going to sit, be true to yourself, figure out what isn't working that keeps kind of cycling back constantly. And often because it is the three swords, it can be mental. It can be your own thoughts. It can be things that you are constantly spinning about. And now in this month of January, where we have this opportunity with the chi of the month to reset, but also to plan and prepare, we can be really clear about it. You know, this is kind of reminding me of a connection to this, also this transition we're doing now with the Chinese New Year coming up at the end of the month, mm -hmm. that we're moving out of the year of the ox and moving into the year of the tiger and how those energies are so so different. And so mm -hmm. it connects with this idea of restructuring, reevaluating and being true to yourself because the ox is more of a energy that's very take it, that takes on a lot, takes on a huge load for the community, for bearing a lot, and also maybe having some resentment, but always kind of moving through and plowing through and, and being dependable. But mm -hmm. Now that we're shifting into this energy, the tiger, a tiger is more of a solitary animal. Of course, a tiger really protects its, like the, the mother tiger protects its cub, but really they lead solitary lives. But 
they're no nonsense like the ox, but it's also about how do I start to, like you said, be more true to myself, do what I need to focus on me mm-hmm. and also be very like, like a tiger just goes straight for what they want. Like, how do you let go of all the baggage and maybe things that you ruminate on, you know, connecting to the swords, like all this stuff in your head, how can you let go of that and really get to the heart of the matter? And that's it. Getting, getting to the heart of the matter is actually what this card is about. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the heart of the matter. And then, and then you can even visualize like a tiger, like going from point A to point B, it just goes straight. And our teacher, Steven would talk about the right? Like Mm -hmm. you could even see the chi of the tiger preceding it because it's the tiger is led by its energy. Whereas ox, I feel like is kind of carrying the energy. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a, well, you'll probably already have been feeling the shift as well, right? In that energy because it happens, but it's really, this month has, has, you know, for a quiet, cold month, it has lots of it going on, but again, it's a lot of internal stuff too, right? Definitely the three swords has a lot to do with mental, you know, getting your own thoughts and clarity and being clear on things for the three swords. And then I want to sort of connect it back to how we can, like, what are some ways that we can work with the energy, like actual practical things that we can do. And this is where we're going to sort of circle back into the feng shui as well and kind of see how all these things connect. Yeah. And how do we bring it back to the earth realm, which is feng shui. So working at the Oracle is this heaven realm, working with the Oracle, checking in on the divination, seeing what's happening in the atmosphere and then what's happening here on earth and how can we shift the energy around us? Exactly. Like how can we bring it back to where we live, what we do, and how can we change our environment so that it can support us going through this? So There's also another realm, which will probably, you know, the human realm, which is again, that's how you act in it, right? So you're taking time to reflect, seeing what isn't working, which we talked about. So that would be the meditating using this, the yin energy of this month, the stillness of this month to meditate on it, to contemplate and to come up. You can write a list. If you want, you can make an action plan. I like that. I think that is going to serve you well when you move into the energies of February and going forward is what can you do differently starting this month, making a plan um, so that you can begin, you don't take action this month, don't know action this month, just making plans for this, you know, making the plan now for the future. And what can you do differently? What can you let go of that isn't, that obviously is, is constantly circling back to, you know, to not serve you. And then the feng shui, Angie, what, what are some things like when we take it back into the, the, the Bagua, even into the space, what do you think? Well, there's actually an area of the Bagua that relates to this energy. You're talking about being more still cultivating yourself, not really doing, but, but feeling and being connected to your environment. Because sometimes when we're moving around being super active, you're not actually connecting to the energy around you. So taking the time to activate this area, the Bagua map, it's called Gun in Chinese. You might know it as the knowledge area. It's the dark, dark, dark blue area. And it's related to the mountain. It's this feeling of like you're spending time climbing this mountain alone. Like even if you were 
climbing a mountain with a friend, you're really climbing it alone, right? So it's climbing up this mountain. It's not easy. And it's a quiet connection to the earth and being still. And also a mountain doesn't say anything. A mountain observes and mountains have been here much longer than we have, than humans have. And they watch, observe, they don't react. They just um, witness. And if you don't know where to find that area, if you stand in the doorway of your home looking in, it's the closest left corner, or you could, you know, look at our website and look at our blogs to see how to lay it out. It's easier to, to explain through a blog, like through a visual than on a podcast. Yeah. yeah you can, we have a, a free download that'll walk you through how to do the Bagua on our blog page. Yeah. Um, on mindful design. And also if you, Laura talked about having like some time to meditate, if you don't have a meditation practice, consider bringing one in. And along with that, find a place in your home, create a space Mm -hmm. in your home that you can dedicate to reflect and meditate. And it could even be just a place where you sit quietly. You can carve out a space at the edge of your bed. It could be in sitting in front of a window. It could be wherever you can find the space. You're only limited by your imagination and your flexibility. You don't have to have a huge home to create a space for yourself to reflect in and be still. Yeah, good. Well, thanks everyone for listening because that was the first time we've done our chief forecast. And our plan is to do that at the beginning of each month. Mm-hmm. So please let us know what you think. <laughs> in our, you know, write us a review, say hi. I don't know, let us know, but I think it worked. I think it was pretty fun. Yeah. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to learn about the inner circle. So we mm-hmm. we're going to create an online community where it's going to be really like a supportive retreat. We don't want you to feel like you have to do anything, but that you can just kind of sit back and listen and but receive. receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But receive more support, more personalized guidance. Support more Mm -hmm. guidance from Laura and myself. So we'll do, uh, we'll connect on those three realms, like the heaven realm. How do we receive insight from the heavens through Mm -hmm. divination? And then how do we start to connect that to our earth element, the earth realm through our feng shui plan? So you could see us review some feng shui floor plans where you learn a whole lot about the practical side of it. And then answer questions, which is the human realm. Humans are very curious and want to know how do I connect these two? Because the human realm is in between the heaven and the earth realm. So how do we as humans bring this together? How do we bring this knowledge from the heavens down to earth? And how do we make use of this and understand this and have curiosity about it. So we hope you'll join our inner circle opening in February for just one week. And then we'll close enrollment for a few months at least. Yeah. And, and we're going to have a special founder's price for those of Mm -hmm. you who join right away. Yeah. So it's like, basically you'll sign up once you've signed up in that first week, you're in it. That's it. Every month you're in it. And we meet every, we meet several times every month Yeah, and you don't have to do anything. You just have to sit back and listen and enjoy. Yeah. You get to see Laura and I on zoom. You get invited to actually to three zoom calls with us. Yeah. So we hope that you'll join us for the inner circle. We hope that everyone has a beautiful January, 2022. 
and really work with this energy that we have around us in January of 2022. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. And uh, the first episode of every month will now be a Feng Shui Chi forecast. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. You can subscribe, you can leave a review, you could join our inner circle. You can always support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses and now our inner circle at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.